0: Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am joined today by Patrick Rochelle. Patrick serves as SharePoint Solution Architect at a major financial services company, and today he's here to talk about his experience integrating systems and solving tricky user findability problems and the tools he and his team use to do just that. Patrick, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks, Pete. Let's let's start off uh, and have you tell us a little bit about your organization. Um, what are the kinds of challenges that face your users that bring you to this point today?
1: We're a very old organization, so we have a lot of tech, uh, technological debt, a lot of older applications that uh, we need to kind of integrate and, and bring together, and a lot of disparate companies. Uh, you know, we own products from IBM. We own if you name the the major enterprise. Software company, I'm sure we own something from them. So we have many different facets of integration that we have to take into account and many different uh, styles of integrations that we have to use and just content. We, we have so much content to this organization that uh, it's really tough to, to figure out where it all is and get it all coming to the same place.
0: I imagine uh, M and A too uh, through through mergers. You're acquiring additional technical de- debt that you didn't invest in yourself in the first
1: place. Yeah, absolutely. And and we're you know being we're either purchasing companies or being purchased by other companies and having to make different integrations. It's uh, probably a, a pretty typical story in the financial services organizations. But um, you know the demands are always the same, regardless of any odd uh acquisitions or mergers we still have to make everything work and that's that's kind of probably a truism across the board for any organization it's just more so when you have a really old organization
0: sure sure and how long is the arm of history for this i mean when you look at your overall architecture what what's the oldest thing you're still you know dragging along with you
1: um we actually still have some windows XP stuff that we're running on um not not quite as back as far as Windows 95 but that's what I. That's what I was wondering. Is how 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 far back can we go? Right. It wouldn't surprise you to hear, though, that maybe two years ago we got rid of our last Windows ninety five uh, instances. So it's wow. uh, yeah, this stuff hangs on for a long time.
0: All right. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, the architecture challenges you're looking to solve. And and you know when you talk about you know solving these technical debt challenges, you're looking at bringing all these tools together in a in in what should ideally be a seamless. Uh, experience for your users. Um, Let's talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, is that uh, in this instance, our our exposure to BA Insights and these integrations from content management are a fairly new thing at our organization. Um, Maybe up until about two years ago, we were literally uh, running huge folders of paper, um, sometimes across town. So somebody would need to work on a on a case, and they would have to go and grab a folder from an archive downtown, or they would have to even go to Iron Mountain sometimes and and, and push these huge folders of paper around. Um, Yeah, this just as recently as two years ago, uh, our CEO came out and kind of realized that not only do we have a business continuity issue, but you know we we're opening offices all over the country, and sometimes we're having to ship these folders next day air. Uh, to somewhere else in the country. And it's just, it was really, really slowing down our response times. And so he kind of came out with an edict that uh, we were going to go paperless. And it was just that, it was, that was wow. the whole directive. Yeah. The whole directive was this year we're going paperless. And so, <laughs> welcome
0: welcome to the next two years of
1: your intake project, <laughs> IT. Exactly. Congratulations. It. And they, you know, and the, and the funny thing is, is that uh, the, the organization being kind of as, as big and uh, tough to steer as it is. I was just sitting next to a business architect and heard her talking to the CEO on the phone. And I thought, well, as a SharePoint architect, I, I would imagine if we're going to go paperless, SharePoint should probably have something to do with that. And meanwhile, my colleagues were all FileNet P8 guys. And so they were like, well, no, actually, I think FileNet P8 should have something to do with that. And so we had this huge, just out of nowhere, this huge movement to try and figure out how we were going to use the tools that we had to to make this happen. there was a whole other faction of the company that was out looking for paperless applications <laughs> we're like well I, we don't need to bring a third entity in here i mean i wouldn't have been surprised if they brought in like documentum or something to to put on on top of the sharepoint and the FileNet instance that we had and it was just kind of that um that kind of chaotic and that and it happened that fast and so i was able to sit down with my my p8 peers uh who we've all been become really close now and we we're like you know if there's some way that we could take the the nearly unlimited storage of FileNet and the uh you know, just the 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 architecture of that, and be able to put a SharePoint front end on it. Um, the, the The development possibilities and the customizations would would be uh, would be in, intense. But the problem is, is really tough to get. You know, it's very easy to get things from SharePoint into FileNet, but it's it's really really difficult to get that FileNet content <laughs> surface back into SharePoint. Because what Microsoft came out and told us is that well, SharePoint will crawl all of your FileNet content and you'll you'll get all that fine, and it does. We just don't get any metadata, and we don't get any of the important aspects of what that that but content the stuff is. you need to know to be able to sling it around. Right. I mean, our file names is I don't know if anybody's familiar with FileNet, but normally you have a file name, but what FileNet is looking at is a two hundred fifty six bit GUID, which is Pretty useless to somebody looking for a document. Um, yeah. So that was the challenge: is how do we end up getting the the information once we get it back into filenet? Because it's it's it, once it's done being collaborated on or being worked on, um, it's no longer really needed in SharePoint. But it, that doesn't mean we're never going to have to get it back again. And so our organization was was at the time completely content with with just having to use you know, seven different applications to, to use their paperless process. And we were all kind of like, well, that doesn't really make an awful lot of sense and it's not going to last long. So, uh, I had pretty quickly found, uh, your organization found BA insights, um, and uh, started some conversations about how can we utilize all the SharePoint search framework and um, actually be able to get the information out of FileNet that we need. It we we went to IBM and asked them first, obviously saying, "Hey, is there? Do you have any integrations?" They were like, "No, you need to build everything in Content Navigator." And we're like, "Well, we don't have 25 Java developers," and you know, it's it was <laughs> it just became very difficult. We're like, "I've got six people here who can develop you know JavaScript and, and .NET, and we have SharePoint and." And so you know we started working with b a insight and um, uh, the the ease of use of the tool and and the ability to actually just dive into our file net repository and just get all of the content surfaced in sharepoint so that i can use all of the tools that i'm used to using my display templates and my search uh my my query web parts and my search results web parts and being able to build all of the power of sharepoint which is that that search engine which is really a a, an amazing thing um but be able to, to get the content out of FileNet and get that into my sharepoint search index and the, the the irony of these kinds of things, as as I'm sure everybody's is aware, is that nobody ever sees the 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 BA insight part of it. Nobody ever sees the the magic of this whole thing. But without it, there's there's no magic. You know what I mean? And it's and it, it's it's kind of one of those things where it kind of runs silently in the background and delivers these amazing results that we can pretty easily configure and contour to whatever we want. And so that's kind of how we were able to get our big integration for our paperless project, we, you know, we have an intake tool. We use COFAX for indexing. But it, it, BA Insights was the, it was kind of the backbone of being able to bring all of our content into one user interface. And it, it really has done a, a fantastic job with that.
0: Very curious about where you are in this process, given the size of the organization and starting, you know, two years ago with the CEO edict, how far along are you in your paperless project?
1: We were able to go from absolutely no idea how we we're going to do this to having eighty percent of the organization paperless in about eighteen months. Which, no way! Yeah, it was. It's really amazing. Now, now, with that said, um, the the edict was very, very streamlined and very limited, and it basically said we're not going to go in and redesign processes. We're just going to remove paper, and we all kind of said, "Well, that that." I don't know that that's necessarily possible. <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, yeah. when you have to physically carry around a piece of paper, your processes are going to be uh, based on physically carrying around that piece of paper. So while we actually took the company paperless in 18 months, we've spent probably the the next, I don't know, since then, so six to eight months now, going back to some of these uh, applications that we've built and kind of revamping them around, okay, well, now that you don't have paper, these processes don't make much sense. So how can we simplify it? And the the real irony about that is, is that is that the processes that they need um, really are just quite simply simple. Um, And so a lot of it has been just a matter of going back and simplifying these processes and kind of stripping it down and getting a lot of the overhead out of the way. And it usually just becomes a place to have your documents, to have the intake system place them. And then somebody flags them for removal from the collaborative system. And then BA Insight comes back and crawls them and will return them to whatever primary key or identifier the document has.
0: How how is the project, uh, or, or I should say the the you know what you have surfaced of of these new processes? How how has this been received by the users that you support, uh, in, in terms of you know a their ability to you know access information in a new way? Sort of culturally, they got to get wrap their heads around that, and and b in terms of just general time saving. Have you been uh, uh, have you documented uh, any results there that are of significance?
1: Yeah, well, we have some anecdotal evidence. We um, we haven't spent a lot of time going out and doing, you know, any time trials or anything. Um, we have one of the unique things, and, and I think this is really something uh, that is probably most important to, to think about in a situation like this. Um, we are an old financial services organization, and the average length of service of an employee at our organization is somewhere around 18 to 20 years. And it's it, – it, we have a huge retention of people and they're fantastic people. And the one thing that the organization does really well is just hire the best people we can find. But as a result, they're not, they're, they're, a little bit resistant to change. Um, and so that's really been kind of one of our difficulties is getting people from these file structures that they've been working with or the folder structure, the physical paper folder structure that they've been working with into mm-hmm. a content management paradigm where you have metadata and, uh, keywords, and you know, full text search and these kinds of things, getting them kind of moved into that. That's been the real difficult side of things. The people who are getting it, the people who are finding that this is a more efficient way to work are absolutely loving it. And the preview capabilities that we're getting out of the BA Insight tool, the ability to actually, you know, click and see the document without having to open it and being able to do a full text search within the document. Being able to get that preview is almost like being able to grab that piece of paper out of a folder. And that has been a massive uh, kind of bridge for our people who are having a hard time making these changes is that, oh, this is just like being able to pull the paper out. I don't have to open it on my machine. I don't have to figure out where it went. I don't have to figure out where my changes are happening. I can just take a look at the document and sort through it just like I would. Uh, You know, with paper, you can't actually do a full text search. You can't ask the piece of paper, where is the instance of, you know, the word car? It doesn't Mm -hmm. happen. But then now this ability is there and that. So as we're as we're getting people adopting the change and people moving into the new paradigm, uh, it's a huge time saver. It's a a massive time saver. The problem we have is that they're still kind of trying to find everything by file name. They're still trying to use the paradigms that they used with either paper or with with the folder structures yeah, what would that folder label have said? I'm just going to type that. Right, exactly. And yeah, that's, and, yeah. and, the, and, you know, as a, a the difference between content storage and content management is, is kind of predicated by the difference between a homogeneous information architecture and a heterogeneous information architecture. I mean, I can have one item that is a part of three different, you know, um, genus or species, or, for, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term, as opposed to it being in a folder. And that is its declaration of what it is. And then I have to duplicate the thing four times if it, if it, spans a number of uh, uh, declarations so um, that that concept and and honestly it's that that's what I found is the biggest challenge with technology uh, and and the architecture has been the easy part it's getting people who are so entrenched in the way that they do business to break free and kind of see the the new thing. Um, I, I would recommend to anybody undertaking anything like this to not take change management lightly. And I think that any time or effort spent with a change management expert would go miles and miles and miles further. Um, because again, like the technology just isn't, it's, it's not, it works. It just works and it's fantastic. And it, and it, if you have any kind of an information architecture to wrap around it, it delivers exactly what you want delivered. You know, when you put in key terms, it's getting people to to utilize that. And the one thing I'm always kind of talking about at work, and people kind of get tired of me hearing this, is that the same people that will have difficulties at work using search will go home and Google things left, right, and and center like all day long. Um, there you go.
0: That's, that's an interesting, uh, interesting sort of corollary to the Google problem we're usually talking about, which is people are at home and they're Googling things all day long and they want, uh, they want their work just to, to work exactly how they expect it to work at home. And they usually have a situation at work where it's too restrictive. They can't do all the things that they want to do. But here you've given them something that is much more expansive uh, and, and probably closer to their experience uh, at home. And they have trouble wrapping their heads around it.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's all paradigm uh, related, right? right? Like when right. I'm when I'm at work, this is how I do things at work, and when I'm at home, this is how I do things at home, and and bridging that gap. And I think that that's I, you know, I've I've worked a number of jobs in the in the last decade, and I've I've been here for almost five years, and it, it is absolutely. Uh, indicative of, I I think of the industry. I think the financial services industry is much slower to change than say a manufacturing organization. Um, you know, I worked for a defense contractor that, uh, I would, I would, I would come back from lunch and there would be, uh, an applicant an ERP application sitting on my desk waiting to be installed. They're going to get this to us by the end of the day. You know, it's wow. And yeah, thing, right. I mean, obviously you're not going to, you're not going to stand up an ERP application into a production environment in six hours, but it was that kind of expectation that we're going to pivot on a dime. And when you come into a financial services organization, I think that just the risk involved, you're talking about people's security and people's money and, you know, uh, people's, uh, you know, peace of mind. Yeah, it's, 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 it's significant. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I and I think that that any any project like this needs to take that into account or, you know, you, you do do so at your own risk if you don't.
0: How has your work changed in administering the system as a result of, of um, you know, this moving paperless? Have you have you noticed any, uh, you know, process gains or time gains um, on on that end that are worth noting?
1: From a system administration standpoint, I, I really there isn't. We hooked up the the tool, it crawled it, we monitor to make sure it worked, and it and it's fine, and it, and everything works well. The difference we the, where we're really getting it is that with the user administration, where users will call us, and in the past would call us and say, "I don't know where this is, we've lost this folder, we've lost this paper." I mean, there were times we would have to go to uh, some state regulatory boards and be like, you know, we. We we need to find the paper. It's it's somewhere in, uh, wow. It's you know somewhere in in one of our archives. And now, it's it's just there. And that's really kind of I think a lot of what the CEO was after was number one the retrievability of uh, of the content in a in a quick fashion, um, the ability to work on this stuff from anywhere. Um, you know, we were we were in a position where if we had a case that we were dealing with. And, you know, we've got significant weather problems wherever we had that case to be dealt with. It couldn't be dealt with because you have to be somewhere where the paper is. And now we can literally open up a, a computer, log into the system and find whatever we want. So that side of administration, the administration of like the user's needs, I think, has gotten um, significantly better. As far as system administration goes, it, honestly, it really hasn't added an awful lot to what we have to do to administer um the the content management systems we were lucky enough to have fairly world class content management systems at our disposal when we started the project um, so that uh, you know that was that was definitely a bonus that we had going for us
0: I understand that you had an opportunity or you you have these opportunities to demo the system to demo the the BA Insight integration to other groups and 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 sort of watch how that changes. Uh, Their impression of, of, you know, how they can do things from a business process standpoint. I wonder if you could tell us, uh, tell us how that, what that looks like. What is that experience when you, when you showcase the work you've done?
1: That's really kind of where we've gotten a lot of, a lot of gains and a lot of visibility in this. the, you know, SharePoint has certain limitations. Um, I think everybody is aware of the, the 5,000 item list view threshold and having to cater around those kinds of things. So the, the idea that we can't keep content in SharePoint forever, uh, is kind of a, was was kind of a big uh, sticking point for a lot of people. They said, well, I just want this content. I just want to be able to get to it. I just want to be able to, to see it. And so um, a lot of times we were architecting before before we got the BA Insight tool and we were architecting around this user need of being able to get these things. And there were some you know kind of crazy solutions, moving stuff off onto file shares and those kinds of things. The ability to... To go to a user and say all of this content that you are getting out of the out of the long term retention out of FileNet, I can now make available to you in the same system you're working on right now, and I can combine that view with the content that you're collaborating on as well as the content that you had in the past. Um, It really just it opens up an entire world for user acceptance. I mean, things that people were very resistant to being able to see that all integrated, they they suddenly get uh, much more excited about it, and it and it's almost Again, maybe just a, a user management. It's it's enabling the users to see something that isn't this kind of scary. Where do I go to find this kind of idea? You know, and it's you now you don't have to worry about it. You just go here to find anything you want. You know, and I'm 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 hoping um, that at some point in the you know coming years that I can do that with all of our content. You know, we have disparate AS four hundred systems. We have uh, you know cloud based SaaS solutions. Um, and I'm looking to be able to what I really would like to get to is that we have a kind of a universal Google type interface for any and all content. You know, right now it's just managed content that we're dealing with. And it would be nice to open that up into, you know, being able to have an analytics driven user based search of every piece of content in the company.
0: What's really next on the punch list? It feels like you've you've dragged the organization up a mountain here uh, and uh, you're you're getting some some good traction on it. So what's next? What's the next mountain to climb?
1: You know, we're, we're in the process right now of building a corporate intranet. The the organization hasn't had a modern intranet. We have a, we basically have a link farm, um, which I don't think is as uncommon as, as it, as it sounds. Um, but the ability to have a, a real, um, corporate intranet. So people feel like they, they have like a presence, a digital presence, and that's kind of where we're headed next. And the way we're approaching it initially is very traditional, um, corporate intranet with, uh, you know, news and communications and and all those kinds of things. And we're, um, probably uh, looking at SPO or SharePoint online to, to handle an awful lot of that for us. But again, my, I, I think that, that stopping at the idea of the traditional corporate intranet, which is, I think is a very common thing right now getting off that link farm into that corporate intranet. I, I think it's very common, but I, I think it's short sighted. Um, I think with a lot of the analytics tools and content enrichment tools, um, you know, content that doesn't necessarily need to be, uh, hard tagged, uh, to fit into a certain information architecture, but does absolutely need some kind of enrichment so that an analytics tool or, a, a user relation tool can actually pick that up as being relevant content. And I think that's kind of where I want to go next. Um, you know, these kinds of things, these visions always take some convincing and some, um, you know, some selling, but that's really, I think where I'm going is, is I want to take this idea of this corporate intranet and I want to take all of the stuff we've done as part of the paperless organization or paperless project and expand that out to, uh, starting to grab, you know, what is the next most relevant piece of content? Is it our CRM information? Let's go get that and let's integrate that. And okay. So what's the next, is it our, um, you know, is our backbone ERP applications? Uh, Let's go get that information and bring it in and kind of piecemeal grabbing all of the information in a, in a categorized uh, priority list and start bringing that into, um, a search-based, crawled, enriched, analytical uh, tool. Um, And I know that uh, I've seen some uh, products that BA Insight is using to do that. Um, And so I would like to, I'm hoping to be able to approach some of these other applications, these other tools uh, to kind of enrich our content and make it more available in an intranet aspect.
0: Well, we certainly love to hear that, uh, but mostly we love to hear that you have found success already uh, with the tools and that your users are finding what they need when they need it. We sure appreciate your your time uh, on the show here today, Patrick. Thank you very much.
1: No, Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it.
0: On behalf of Patrick Rochelle, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next time right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.